Again, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the South African American podcasts here with your residential South African American. And I have a good guest today. Um, hello, Viv. <laughs> hi, hi, Sunay. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. What you got going on? Um, nothing much really. Just surviving, trying to do my YouTube channel at Viv's Kitchen. Um, yeah, man. Just hoping to finish my research also during this lockdown. I don't know how that's gonna go, but yeah, surviving, I guess. All right. Well, let's just uh, let's just speak on that. So, talk to me about how your research was progressing uh, before the lockdown and how it's progressing. Okay, before the lockdown, it was non-existent. I have to be quite honest because I think it was more chilled before the lockdown. You know, seeing that everyone is going to school, everyone is working and stuff, and I was just home. So I would say the lockdown has kind of motivated me a little because now I'm thinking if I don't do my research now, by the time the lockdown ends, it'll probably be like, what, July, August? And then it's done. The year is over. So I don't know. I just thought, you know, I have to get a lot done during this lockdown. So, yeah. I've progressed quite a bit with my work since it started. That's what's up. That's Mm -hmm. what's up. So uh, just to give you a quick heads up, wow, the United States is over a million. They went platinum. (sighs) Hectic. (laughs) Um, Yeah, it's it's Buck. So globally, we have around three and a half million cases. Mm Mm-hmm. Hearing that, man, what what goes through your mind, just as a as a youngin, who, like in terms of now as well as for the future, what's running through your head? Okay. Um. First of all, well, I won't. And as much as the research, yes, has been successful, I'd say there's a lot of drawbacks with this whole coronavirus thing and the lockdown and everything like that like I was job hunting before this whole thing began I had gone for interviews and then the lockdown happened and I never got responses from the interviews you know and companies are not recruiting right now like no one is going to want to pay you to work from home you get what I'm saying so I'm at a point where okay fine research is all I can do from for now and my YouTube channel is all I can do for now. But at the same time, it's giving me a bit of anxiety to say, what am I going to do next? What's going to happen when the lockdown is over? Am I going to um, get the job that I applied for? Am I going to, are the interviewers going to call me back? Or what's going to happen? Am I going to still be stranded? You know. And then the other thing is, as a foreigner also, it's just, so many questions going on because once I finish my degree this year it means I need a plan b for next year it's either I continue or I have to move back home so there's just a lot that's happening right now I really I don't even know which one is the bigger problem right now I mean 
Yeah, because they've all been amplified to a exponential level. Because mm-hmm. I was talking to one of my friends who works at a government institute, and I'm like, "Whoa, aren't you guys working from home?" And they're like, "Yeah, only to a certain point, because there's, uh, you know, state secrets on, you know, state networks that aren't getting out." And I was like, "We need to just keep it on hundred. I don't think our security is that bad." Yeah, <laughs> I don't. I I think I think working from home should be a more normal thing. Like, uh, okay. Okay, so I was speaking with my supervisor, my old supervisor. We spoke about that because mm-hmm. he's still working too. He's working from home. And I told him, I was like, you know what? We are really lucky. And I'm, I, I, the more I'm removed from varsity, the more I realize I'm very, very lucky in the degree I chose because yeah. economics is very, very versatile. And it's landed me in a position where I can work from home. And a That's lot of people in position because it's research and data. You can work. Exactly. Home. That's the thing. You see, with this whole concept of working from home, it's only a few industries and a few fields that can actually do it. You know, you can't work from home if you have to appear in court. You can't work from home if you have to be hands on in a factory making clothes or making. Um, jungle oats or trying to get things done do you get my point so in as much as this whole work from home thing is working out for other people um other people are practically jobless right now waiters waitresses they're jobless it's only convenient for the few not the many yeah this work from home thing and and even for students like like I'm in a position where at least I have like uh, Wi-Fi and I can do work, but some people just don't have access to those resources and it's no fault of their own. And also it's not only just about the resources. Think about um, students who need contact classes, you know, you might, you might say, okay, fine. No, um, we can have online classes and all that. But what about students that need to go to the lab? You know, students that need to do um, what you call these practicals at hospitals, physiotherapy, medicine, all those different things. And right now you just can't. And half your year, half your year is just, is it's just gone. It's just gone. Because I have a friend who does physiotherapy. I've got a friend who does physiotherapy and literally every week she's working at different places you know like maybe this week she'd be at loftus with the rugby people next week she's at steve Biko hospital the other week it's somewhere different you know and then now because of the lockdown the weeks are just distorted that means you don't graduate because those are your hours how do you replace them okay i'm t- i was telling uh, another one of my friends who was doing like a bsc i'm like dog they're gonna Put y'all in spacesuits for simple aceton experiments. They're gonna be making, you know, that shit you have to like mix to get like a, to get like a paper, like a volcano. Or They're gonna be yeah. making whole volcanoes in spacesuits. Yeah. But no, we ain't worried about y'all getting sick. We worried about y'all getting each other sick. The chemicals can fuck you up all week. We don't give a fuck. <laughs> That's true. That's really true. So, hey, man, it's got a different impact on everyone. For me, I wasn't going to campus anyway. Research was going to be done in my room anyway, you know? 
So someone could say it's not really a big impact on me personally with regards to my course. And another person could say, oh, no, I need to go to the lab, you know. So it's, yeah. it's, different, it's different problems for different people. Hey, that whole you don't leave your room hit different when you can't leave your room, right? <laughs> true. That is true. That is so true. Because <laughs> I remember this one time, I'm like, oh my gosh, I've been in my room for like a week. I'd been in my room for a week and I'm like, can I just step out? You know, can I step out and, and see what's happening? And the moment I stepped out, there was literally no one on the streets no one and i'm asking myself how are people actually surviving have you how ever seen they... the movie life with uh martin lawrence and eddie murphy mm, i'm not sure damn i just feel <laughs> like if i step outside my property i'll get shot <laughs> feel like someone's gonna walk back inside like, oh, i need milk but you know what surprises me the most, um, Snayo? The fact that, you know, ever since the lockdown restrictions were reduced, Hatfield is back to normal. I had a friend who posted and she's like, Hatfield is back to normal. I'm like, what do you mean Hatfield is back to normal? And she's like, people are walking around like nothing's happening. You know, you have masks on and everything. But for me, the fact that you are not afraid to get sick is what gets to me like how are you walking around normally like nothing is happening yeah that's my fear on this disease is not dying it's the damage it would do to my body because if I survive this disease I still gotta live with scarring on my lungs I still gotta and I'll be mad as fuck I'll be like, I've been living a pretty decently healthy lifestyle <laughs> I got, I got the lungs of a 30-year-old smoker. Just I was about to say like the same thing. Ever. I was about to say the same like, thing to say, imagine not smoking and getting scarring on your lungs. You know what I'm saying? you like, yeah, that's when you just <laughs> buy all the bongs. You're like, I'm going to need every single bong and every single hubble you own. Oh, my gosh. No, people need to stay safe. What is this? Uh, this is New World Order, Viv. So, Western Cape is but, doing um, the most. The Western Cape is yo, doing the most. That's for another day. Those those niggas are they, they're they're clearly their own people. So they they know what they're doing. Must let let them be. Um, I want to ask you now. Uh, what? So how has communication been from your department in terms of, you know, what you're studying? Okay. Like you're doing your, your master's, your, your LLM. Yeah. So like how, how does the law faculty, do you, how have they been communicating with you guys since the lockdown has begun? Um, okay, we get like Blackboard announcements you know, the online usual announcements from the dean and, excuse me, stuff like that. But then also under 
the program that I do is under the Center for Human Rights because the Human Rights Program, right? So what they've done now is they've actually made like um, online, what do you call these things? Online um, Zoom conversations, discussions, right? Where we're discussing different things. We're discussing coronavirus and we have panelists going on. We're discussing different human rights issues currently with the coronavirus thing going on, especially like in China and stuff like that. So it's it's quite interesting to see that we're still able to function and we're still able to bring these yeah. discussions forward um, during a time like this. And there's so many participants. That's what's actually like impressive. The fact that people are actually taking time out to say, okay, no, I'm actually going to join this discussion. And I'm going to hear what the panelists have to say. And the panelists are all over, like people from different parts of Africa. And some are not even within the country. So for the center to pull such um, an initiative, it's actually quite, quite impressive, I must say. So the communication is still great. Um, we can still go for support. And if you need any counseling and everything, they've also given us links to like, guidance and counseling services and all that. So I, I I don't have much to complain about in that regard. Yeah, um, even with me from the econ department, I kind of just took April off just to kind of breathe and relax because I've been full throttle since I started working. So even though I'm back in September. So it was nice just to have a month of doing nothing. Mm -hmm. But buddy, let me tell you, when I opened that email and they were like, so this midterm on Tuesday, I was like, mm -hmm. <laughs> that must have been like, traumatic. <laughs> What's funny is this quarantine, I've done a lot of thinking and just keeping a level head. Yeah. I saw that and I was like, mm, buddy. But after that initial shit, I just cleared my desk and started working. But how is and it like working though? Say that again. Like how how is it like working from home? Like with you and this whole working from home thing, and having to wake up in the morning. Do you have like a um? What can I say? Do you have like a register in the morning where you have to log on and be online at a particular time for your boss to see, or what? What is it like? All right. Well, they can see if you're online based on logged in because it'll put a green tick next to your name on the emails and on teams on the microsoft apps mm -hmm. but for me the the name of the game is availability meaning a message i respond mm -hmm. they call i answer so my work phone sleeps next to me i set my alarm for 8 a.m and if something calls happen before then, the ringer's loud, so I instantly call. And I, yo, the tired leaves my voice. <laughs> I remember once I got called right out of bed, looked at my boss's name, and I was like, yeah, hello? Just like that, clean, <laughs> like I wasn't just passed out 20 seconds ago. I'm like, yeah, hello? Like getting crossed out of my eyes. Uh-huh, yeah. Uh, let me open it. Like getting all the crust out of my eyes. <laughs> And that's how you that's how you buy time when you're like the document's taking a little bit to load. Just uh, give me a couple seconds. That time you're like, 
you know, putting socks on or doing whatever you got to do. Yeah. So, but now, like, again, the moment I saw that message, things mentally for me went to a different place. Yeah. So, do you get study leave now? More consistently. I've always gotten study leave, but I'm not going to use it right now because I'm not beholden to having to always be somewhere at a certain time. Yeah. I, I know what my I know what my assignments are and what my deadlines are on the mandates are. So as long as I just get them done. It's not like I love my boss because she doesn't clock watch. Okay. She just trusts me to get it done. So there could be times where even at the office where for an hour I'm doing nothing. Just because I've hit that dead stop. Okay. But then before that dead stop, I was pushing my ass off. Mm-hmm. After that dead stop, I'll be doing the same thing. So the same thing applies now at home. Only thing is, I'm a little, because I've been working in an office, I'm hella bougie now. So the fact that I'm not working on two screens frustrates me. Okay. And I'll tell you this, when you're, when you're working on two screens, research is so much easier because you just have like article on one side, article on the other side. Or you can have your paper on one screen and look how it's going. And then on the other screen, you can be searching for papers. And literally all you have to do is look left and right to see the matches. You ain't <laughs> got to close windows, open windows, none of that. You just look left up right. Like, nope, that's not the one. Exit out, put up a new one. I've always seen close. most things like, on on TV. I've always seen them on TV on like, you know, when the IT person walks into the room and then he's busy on like three different screens and stuff. I never thought it was a real thing. Till you said so. It, it's it probably, yeah, it's real, man. And I, I, I really, I didn't know how easy it was. I was like, oh, that's all you gotta do. So you can either just get two different, H, uh, two different like HDMI cords or those, uh, you know, those ones where you screw in. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah, or you can get a docking station. Mm-hmm. I was like, that probably costs money. So let me, let me save, let me save. And when I say I need a home office. That's what I'm gonna have. Wow. I'm gonna have the I'm gonna have the I'm gonna have the table. I'm gonna have the screens. I'm gonna have the chair. And it's all gonna just be gravy. I hope it works out for you. No, no, it will. It will have to. So um now I wanna go to this, man. Uh if you could tell yourself, let's say you know you have the hindsight, you can go back and tell yourself one thing at the beginning of the year, knowing how it's going to be up until this point in May, what would you tell yourself? Oh, okay. Hmm. What would I tell myself? Live in the moment. Really? Yep. I thought you were going to tell yourself you don't need them Zando. <laughs> Leave Zando alone. <laughs> no, actually. So you're like, I don't regret a single pair of shoes. <laughs> Not one. I actually would have gotten more pairs of shoes because now I can't order anything online. <laughs> wow. You can't take it with you, right? <laughs> oh, my God. No, I would actually say you might as well the spend moment. it while you got it. 
I'd say live in the moment. Why? Okay. Because um, I was actually thinking about this yesterday, not even so long ago. Even though restaurants are opening and things like that, I'm not going to go back to eating out anytime soon, you know, because it, the virus is still out there. So for the longest time, chances are the only time I'll ever step into a club is like, what, mid next year or sometime end of next year when this whole thing is done. And people don't realize that right now. People haven't thought that far right now. They're just thinking at the end of lockdown, we're going to be in Blue Room. We're going to celebrate. And that's it. Groove. Groove. You see? Exactly. So, so And they're going to bring back the, the Kori Kori dance. Exactly. So for me, it's like, okay, think ahead. And niggas are disrespectful. Mm, so disrespectful. For me, it's like, think ahead and then look at what's going to happen. Right now, restaurants are open, but they're still making a loss. Why? Because people are scared. And I get why people are scared. I'm not going to order food from like restaurants right now because I don't know how it was sold for the past month. I mean, you can't tell me that they disposed of all the meat or all the stock that they had. It might cause you running tummies. It might cause you food poisoning or whatever it is. And some of it might actually be good, but still, the paranoia is there, you know? I'm not going to get out after lockdown, maybe even two months from now, and go sit at a restaurant and eat my food there, knowing that there was a virus that could easily just spread so quickly. So, life is... See, when I when someone first said that argument, I didn't believe it. The one about, yo, that stock. I was like, I ain't even think about that. <laughs> Um, uh, the old food that hasn't been used in over six, three weeks or six weeks or whatever. Yeah. No, but these are things that you need to think about. Oh, well, I didn't. <laughs> so literally, life is life is not going to go back to normal, even if the lockdown ends next month. Because right now we're having new, we have 144 new cases today. 144 new cases, Snayo. And this thing is not going down. So, so people that are making plans after the lockdown, I'm just like, y'all need to start prioritizing life more. Okay. But, I mean, you have another reason why you're not going to eat out. You're trying to cook to get content for your YouTube channel. Yeah, there's that. And it's actually going so well. You know, I was craving restaurant food and I actually made nuggets. Like the proper McDonald's type of style nuggets the other week. <laughs> I was so impressed with myself because I'd never tried it before. So, did you watch the video? Wait, 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 wait. Did you watch the video tonight? I don't watch. I watch. I watch enough to like register a light. I mean, a view, and then I leave. Are you serious right now? Because Viv, yeah, it's a show support, but I'm a lazy cook. I'm not gonna marinate and put shit in batter. And um, your your level of cooking, the way you cook, it shows care. It shows I'm gonna. You even plate your food. Like, oh, it's going to look so pretty. Dog, I care about one thing. Making sure it ain't dry. Making sure it got flavor. And making sure it's getting in my stomach. So now your loyalty says watch it till the end. 
that is loyalty and i make my videos 10 minutes long so that it's not too long for people to get bored 10 minutes of your time bro i don't like the thing is, is if if food was my like watching food was my thing but like i create food out of boredom like i'll put like the other day um i i was like grading i graded potatoes mm -hmm. i cooked them like i cooked it like uh like you know how you grate cheese yeah. i cooked it like that put some put some onions on it put some garlic on it put some cheese grillers on it and then made a thing of eggs on of it like that's my level of cooking i'm not gonna be like we take it out we put we we <laughs> Um, I don't know. You bread it. <laughs> I'm not. I ain't bread and shit. So like, it it just doesn't register to me like that. But if I can watch long enough to register a view, I think I've done my job. <laughs> oh, maybe. Okay, I'll I'll like as well. I'll like as well. Wow, wow. Loyalty levels like on well. zero. Maybe fifty nine percent. But like your loyalty. Wow, the fact that I view. <laughs> You don't take so the fact that I register a view, you're not gonna. No, that's I'm giving you fifty nine percent. I see my efforts aren't appreciated. They are. They are appreciated. It's just I expected you to watch everything. It's only ten minutes of your time. Ah, uh, I see. Yes. Anyway, I hope the listeners uh, will subscribe we'll after this winter. What's your, tell them what your favorite dish was to make. Ooh, my favorite, I haven't made it yet on YouTube, but my favorite. Nah, dog, I don't want to talk about maybe dishes. Ones you've already made so they can go see it now. Oh, ones I've already made. Okay, Um, I've done chicken wings. I've done chicken nuggets. I've done, um, I've baked a chocolate cake and eaten chocolate cake. Um, This week's episode, I did a bacon puff pinwheel recipe and then oh what else have i done i think yeah i've done quite a few i've forgotten some oh i've done pancakes as well um pancake wraps so they can go check it out okay that's just yeah see i'll 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 check it out after the midterm okay that thing's gonna eat me alive but you know it it's it's it is what it is if you study I'm, I'm ready to accept my fate. Here's the thing. That's not true. <laughs> that is not true. I'm no, nah, I don't like niggas saying that. If you study, you'll be Viv, you even you felt it. Honors and masters aren't the same thing. Like or undergrad. Because undergrad is just for me, it's just determination. It's cram pass forget. You can't afford to do that at Masters. Yeah. Everything links to everything. And yeah, they want those 10,000 hours. They were like, show me you can master this and we'll give you a degree. <laughs> we want your 10,000 hours. Yeah. I'm going to get my 10,000 hours, no matter how many years it takes. Yeah, hey. But remember Prof used to say, let justice prevail. Every time we'd go write tests. Let justice prevail. Hey, dog. <laughs> hey, dog. Kill it. 
she would let you she would let she'd watch a nigga fail, look them right in the eye and say, You can try again next year. <laughs> no, uni's hard. Uni is hard. From the one thing I would tell my uh, an undergrad student, mm-hmm. right? That I've learned from this as well as like this lockdown as well as yeah. school is if you don't know what you want to do heading into varsity and that's a lot of people yeah then you your next bet is to search for the most flexible degree you can think of so true that is that is very very true the most i think when you go into, when you see these counselors in the varsities and they're like, well, let's see your report. Let's see your APS. And kind of like fucking pigeonhole you into modules so they can mm. do numbers. You need to honestly say, if, if, firstly, they must have an honest conversation. What do I want to do? Nextly, if the answer isn't anything solid, get a flexible degree. Get something that at least interests you. Or try something out and then try to change next year if you feel like you want to do something different or you want to major in one of the modules that you do. True. But then again, it has to be like, it, uh, but again, with the flexibility, like you're like LLB is very, very yeah. flexible. Anything from a lawyer to a notary to a compliance officer, it's very, yeah. very flexible. You can even fuck around, get a, get a finance certificate and be a, an accountant mm-hmm. or, shit. or at least be in the financial services in the institution. Sure. Nigga, some degrees, some degrees you are out of luck. It's a dead end. <laughs> I'm like, actually thinking about um, it. And a lot of degrees yeah. are like that. Like <laughs> it's, it's a- the one degree for me that it hurts with is, uh, agri-econ, agriculture economics. Yeah. Because there does exist a branch of economics, which is agricultural, but corporate worlds do not see them as equal degrees. But, you see, that's the thing. One is a BCom, one is a BSc, I think. Wow. I know quite a few, I know quite a few of people who've graduated from um, agricultural economics but I still don't know exactly what they what they are supposed to do because most of them don't get jobs. So then it it makes me ask and question the system to say, why do we have all these degrees that people do but can't get yes, but can't get jobs? Like why why are we still doing agricultural economics if 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 they if they won't be able to get a job? You get me? Because I think what they, and this is what universities mm-hmm. should do, they should convert that to a economics degree, a standard one, and then have like um, a subscript or like a footnote saying it's specializing in agriculture. Okay. But you know some people just do it for the fun do of it. Do you know what I'm saying? Agri- agricultural economics does not sound like fun. It sounds like hard work. A lot of fun. No, 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 no. Not specifically agricultural economics. I mean, like, 
um people who just go to varsity and they don't know what to do they're like ah just put me in anything and then you find that your APS score takes you to law or it takes you to agricultural economics or education or something and then you are stuck doing something that you didn't choose in the first place you get time out you know how high your APS has to be to do law that's a deliberate that's a deliberate ass <laughs> yeah no, I know. <laughs> that if someone who's going to law knows exactly what they want. I've never seen anyone fuck around and end up in law. You know what you want if you're doing law. You might later on change your mind and realize it's not for you, but at the time, you know exactly what you wanted. True. A degree that people, I feel, don't know what they want to do is a BCom general. You don't know. Just BCom. And you're like, let me take a few classes. Yeah, so you can do a BCom general and then change the you can Wait, but then what does that deal with if later. it's a BCom general? That's it deals with nothing, Viv. It covers the basics of BCom for three years. Wow. And then you just leave with a degree. I might be throwing shade at some BCom <laughs> niggas right now, and it's not your fault. Y'all don't have a specialization. <laughs> Um, because everything else has one. Marketing has one. Strategic management, management has one. Has one. Yeah. Management has one. Exactly. Economics has one. Accounting has one. Uh, logistics has one. Transport. So basically, becomes so, like meth light. Oh, that sounds ugly when you say it, but. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know lies detected. No lies detected. Shit. Wow. Okay. You started it. You started I mean, I'm done. I'm done. I end there. No, I'm thinking about all my BCom courses and all the generic BCom courses. I remember doing Porter's five courses from grade 11. I did it in grade 12. I did it in first year. I did it mm. in second year. So it's not like you're... Like, he doesn't get new forces. It's the same five forces, okay. you get me? Yeah. Um, well, you learn how to, like, make a, like, how to actually start a business properly, which I call bullshit on because they're like, well, in order to do a business, you need a founding document. You need a vision, a mission, a memorandum of corporation. And, and, a business and I'm like, you guys <laughs> forgot to talk about the part where, we go to DTI, we have to pay the registration fee. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, they, they forget about those parts that are, like, actual grind parts. I don't see those in textbooks. Where, and nah, the type I of business that you only, I only learn about how to register a company. You get me? I only learn how to register a business when I started working and uh, in, in, in post-grad. But in undergrad, oh, how could I forget? I'm pretty sure it's like a BCom entrepreneurship or something. So even there's one for that too. So my so my my CEO is at, at, at my at self-employed. My CEO is at self-employed. <laughs> even got degree. They got they got a degree for being a CEO. Oh my gosh! I you know every time I see that on social media, I'm just like, really now. <laughs> 
CEO is self-employed. And then you start it. asking it's the right it. questions, like, okay, so what do you work as? And then they start giving you stories. The one I know Hans hate is Forex. I hate for oh my goodness. Don't let, let you know that's a conversation for another day. <laughs> like Forex is the worst. <laughs> Forex mm-hmm. niggas. No. They're so shady. Like not all of them, but like they are shady. Like, they are so shady. Their Gucci belt that they got Mm-mm. with the plug. <laughs> it's not even just... Shout out to those niggas, though, man. They got, they got, they believe it. So no, I do. Takes a different kind. It takes a different kind of person to be a salesperson. Exactly, like and that. some of them are actually very successful, right? Some of them are very successful, making money. Mm-hmm. But for me, it's just, it's just one of those things I just can't do. There's others where you're like, I don't know about you. <laughs> What's your ID number? You took too long. Hey, dude. That time you're like, What's your ID number? And he like recites yours back, but that's uh, <laughs> oh shit. Yeah. Yeah. But hey man. Uh thanks for stopping by on the podcast. You're welcome. Eh? Thank you for having me. Yeah, it's just something to talk about from a school perspective. It's nice just to get the the perspective from a postgrad. And uh, before you go, I want to ask you a question that I know is gonna piss you wow. off. Wow. This is this is the this is the African parent question that takes every single student from zero to one hundred. So when you graduate, <laughs> wow. <clears throat> you know what? I'm- I'm going to be very right. humble about this and I'm just going to walk away from you and not say anything, but I will be sure to ask you the very same question next year around this time. And I'm going to say, <laughs> oh, no. Like, when are you graduating? I'm going to be like, oh. Like, when are you graduating? I'm going to be like, honestly, I don't know, man. Maybe when I'm I'll graduate like my 30th birthday. And the thing is, people just keep asking me that question. And I'm like, aren't we in the middle of a pandemic? There's no graduations happening anytime soon. <laughs> That's your nigga, we in a pandemic and you wear up graduating. Like, I don't understand like how that. you can be asking like me about grad other kids didn't graduate this year. Did didn't they see that other kids didn't graduate? Like, no. All right, then, Viv. Again, thanks for stopping by. Please remind everyone where they can find your YouTube channel. Okay, so the name of my channel is Viv's Kitchen. The name of my Instagram handle is at Viv's Kitchen underscore VK. My personal Instagram is at Olga Kasunda. And, yeah, have I left anything else? No. Um... No, you haven't. Follow her Instagram, people. She has good food. <laughs> good <photos>. food for <laughs> All right. Yeah, man. And she and fun fact, guys, she cooks all her food from the kitchen and on campus. And I and I share the kitchen with seven other people. So 
<laughs> so trying to get time to do recordings. Yeah. Hectic. All right, then. All right, ladies and gentlemen, that is the South African-American podcast, and we are out. Bye.